0: In sports betting, the holy grail for any gambler is the big parlay. It's the quickest way to make a ton of money, and that is what we're going to do here every single week. I'm Chris Horwoodell, and this is my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. Welcome to In Pursuit of a Parlay. Hey everybody, Chris Horwoodell here, and welcome to episode four of season two of In Pursuit of a Parlay, come along with me on my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. The NFL is here. This is incredibly exciting and I I don't want to dilly-dally, I want to get right into this. Uh, As I always say, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, please comment, uh, give us a give us a thumbs up there. Smash that like button. Do all that good stuff. If you are uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of those, please subscribe, rate, review, comment. It is all greatly appreciated. But I don't want to dilly dally. I want to dig right into this because I think a game this week presents one of the greatest money making opportunities. ...that we have seen in recent memory because of the bias that goes along with hard knocks. That's why we're going to skip around a little bit. And we're going to start right here with this Philadelphia Eagles versus Detroit Lions game. There is opportunity here. As you see, as I always do, I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. And there is a line that I am just fascinated by. I want to dig into the alternate lines. A little bit because that's how yeah, we're in the we're in the Saints Falcons game because that is how overrated I think these Lions are at Eagles minus four it's a complete and utter lock but you're also not doing yourself the favor of taking advantage of some of the opportunities here we're gonna go to the alternate lines. We're going to go, you know, they have actually knocked these down a little bit because I think they have shown just how much value there was. We're going to go all the way up to Eagles minus six at plus 105 at Bovada for that alternate line. This is a killer opportunity here. It's still every bit the lock that it is at negative four, at minus four. The lines just aren't that good. They're just not that good. Hard Knox was great. And because of that, everyone seems to think the Lions are better than they are. We're going to find out very quickly uh, after this game that, that that's just not true. I'm happy for the city of Detroit that they have a team that they're starting to get behind, that they are headed in the right direction, and I do believe that's true. I just don't think they're there yet. This is, what, the first the first non-Thanksgiving game since 2017? In Detroit, where they're selling standing room only tickets, that's awesome. And you guys should be excited because this organization is going in the right direction. They're just, they're a little bit away. I would preach patience, Lions fans. Don't get disappointed after a couple of early losses. We're showing the Eagles are going to win this one about 65% outright. I believe that number is low. The Eagles, they had a great offseason. There's theres no two ways about it. They had A.J. Brown. They had James Bradbury. They had... Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in a steal of a trade last week to solidify that safety position. Draft Jordan Davis. Draft N'Kobe Dean. Draft your center of the future. There is a lot to like here and it does it all is going to hinge on the development of Jalen Hurts but I think you can trust that guy to at least become a competent quarterback in the NFL with the kind of character and work ethic he has. When it comes to the Lions like I said just just a little overrated. Just a little overrated right now. They're, this is going to be a fun team to watch in the future, especially when they get first-round pick Jameson Williams back. I, when he comes off the pup, really early in the season, first, first, end of the first, beginning of the second quarter of the season would be my expectation. He's going to bring another piece to that offense that they don't have right now. He's going to stretch the field a little bit more efficiently than you know a DJ Chark or someone like that. But lines aren't there yet that that minus six is uh yeah it, it's calling it's calling my name i'm seeing the eagles are going to cover this one about 62 percent of the time that's at the the minus four you got to go with your gut here eagles are going to win this one by nine i would have taken a higher alternate line i actually had a minus six and a half earlier in the week which represented a plus 130 but we'll take plus money for a basically guaranteed victory absolutely positively nothing wrong with that let's go to this first game here on the schedule The baltimore ravens head to new York to take on the new york football jets we're showing the ravens are going to win this one about 73 percent of the time they're going to be without gus edwards this week the jets are going to be without zach wilson but the problem is they're the jets are also going to be without a number of other people they lose mckay beckton in training camp and they bring in dwayne brown on a two-year 20 million dollar contract to replace him Only for Dwayne Brown to suffer a mysterious injury. We're not 100% sure where it came from. He's got a shoulder issue. Probably not going to play this week. If he does, you would imagine he's not going to be anywhere near 100%. And we're talking about a guy who was on the street three weeks ago. Not that there's anything wrong with Dwayne Brown. He's just gotten a little bit older and he's not quite the player he was. Either way, that left tackle position is going to be a giant question mark. For this Jets team who are already going to be playing backup quarterback Joe Flacco for the first three to four weeks. For Baltimore, this is you know, it's an interesting position because today is the deadline for that Lamar Jackson contract extension. And I don't know if it's better for the team in terms of this game that he gets it or doesn't. If he gets the contract, there's gonna be a settling in, there's gonna be a, a quiet confidence, but Lamar is a fighter, and if he doesn't get that contract, then he's playing for the next one. He's going to be extra motivated, and that may actually mean a little bit more short-term success. Though you're going to have to pay him a, a ton more money, either you know through the franchise tag and then a monster extension. Basically saying that Deshaun Watson got the deal he got. That's that's going to be the floor for the Lamar Jackson deal. Lamar's an MVP, and uh, you know there are not. Off the field concerns when it comes to him. We're showing that the Ravens are going to cover this one about 95% of the time. And I can't say that I disagree. We're going to take the Ravens minus 7 for minus 115 at Bavada. And that is going to take our parlay up two picks in. Positive money already. Plus 283. You know, it's not going to be the plus plus 60,000s we've seen in the past. But this is going to be a good, safe parlay where there's going to be an opportunity to make a bunch of money. We're also going gonna to tackle on some college football uh, locks a little bit later on just to bring it back up a little bit more. Let's move to our third game. Another one that on the surface doesn't seem all that competitive, the Indianapolis Colts heading to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. We're going to skip over this Browns-Panthers game because, boy, that could go really in any direction. Uh, we're showing the Colts are going to win this one about 72% of the time. The Colts, this is the beginning of the Matt Ryan era in in Indy. This is the, the first grown-up, competent quarterback who you can trust his decision-making process they've had since Andrew Luck retired a handful of years ago. In addition to that, uh, Shaq Leonard, now former Darius, former, formerly Darius Leonard, has came out and said this is the first time he's healthy since 2018. He's feeling good. And when you're talking about maybe the best linebacker in football, feeling good, that's something that, you know, no pun intended, but the Texans should not be feeling good about. I do think this Texans team is a little bit better than people give them credit for. There are interesting pieces on the offense. Davis Mills is not a terrible quarterback. I hear a lot of Davis Mills slander. He is not a terrible quarterback. The guy put up adequate numbers uh, in thrust into a position that nobody expected him to be as a rookie, basically leading that team. Completed 66.8% of his passes for 2,664 yards. More touchdowns and interceptions. He had a good rookie season without a lot of talent around him. Now, you know, he still has Brandon Cooks to work with. Nico Collins is still there. Unfortunately, uh, Alabama rookie wide receiver John Meachie got hurt. Well, is dealing with cancer far more serious than got hurt. Our, uh, our thoughts with John Meachie also has Brevin Jordan and Philip Dorsett. Rookie running back from Florida, Damian Pierce, is going to be the lead ball carrier going into the season, the guy I am very fond of. So there are pieces here. The defense has got some question marks, to say the least. No questions about it. The defense not going to be very good. But the offense is going to be at least interesting. They're going to... They're going to keep this Texans team in games, but I think Indy's got something to prove here. We're showing Indy's going to cover this one about 66% of the time, and I got no issue with that. We're going to take Indy, minus 7, minus 110 at Pavada, and that is going to bring our parlay all the way up to plus 632. Game 4. Oh, I feel good about this one. This is another one where you got. I feel like you got to go with your gut here. The Jacksonville Jaguars go to the Washington to take on the Washington Commanders. You know, we're seeing the Commanders are two and a half point favorites at home. I just don't buy it. You know, Brian Robinson's gonna be out with the gunshot wound. That's that's one you don't see very often. And uh, that means Antonio Gibson goes back to being their lead ball carrier. While I, I think Gibson is an interesting player, there are questions about him as a lead ball carrier for sure. We're showing. Again, this is a go-with-your-gut thing. We're showing Washington is going to win this one about 61% of the time. Jacksonville, James Robinson's not going to be limited in any way, and he might see a heavy load uh, in terms of ball carrying this week. I don't. Again, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, because it's, at some point you have to unleash rookie Travis Etienne. Well, second-year running back Travis Etienne missed all of last year with the injury. This is going to be, this this team, this Jacksonville team is going to be better than people think they are. I really believe that. I think we're going to see a giant step up from Trevor Lawrence this year. Now playing under Doug Peterson rather than Urban Meyer. They went out and they got Christian Kirk this offseason. They have Marvin Jones. They have uh, Zay Jones that so they brought in this offseason. Brought in Evan Ingram. There's going to be options for, for Lawrence and Jacksonville for sure. I don't think they have that superstar yet uh, unless etn can turn into that at the running back position but this is going to be a much better team than people expect them to be i truly believe that for washington it's the beginning of the carson wentz era and uh I, I think Indianapolis fans know what that means. I think Philadelphia fans at the end of that tenure know what that means. Look, I've made a prediction that this team is actually going to turn to Sam Howell prior to the end of the season. I think the world of Sam Howell. I've watched Carson Wentz play. Unless this guy has has humbled himself, has has uh, taken, a, has found a willingness to sort of accept his role rather than being the superstar. I just, I don't know how long Carson Wentz is for this league. And uh, it's it's a bizarre thing to say for a guy who probably would have won MVP a handful of years ago. But when, when you fall off, you fall off and, and the man fell off. So we are showing Jacksonville is going to cover the spread about 72% of the time. But I think we can do a lot better than that. I think Jacksonville is going to win this one absolutely outright. So we're going to take the Jags money line. That is 120 at Bavada, and that's going to take our parlay four picks in up to plus 15.10. Heck yeah, plus 15.10. Let's go to our fifth game, and that's going to be right here. The San Francisco 49ers head to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Boy, oh boy, after that game last night. Is that division open or what? The bills absolutely manhandled the Rams who I thought were almost certainly the class of of that division. I know that the the books have those, uh, have that division a little bit closer. Actually, I think it was probably the closest division in terms of the odds to win with the Rams, the slight favorite over the 49ers now. I gotta I have to shift that. I have to think that the 49ers might be the slight favorite to win that division you know, and it is it is always risky to have big overreactions after the first game especially when the Rams did lose to a team that is generally considered to be among the Super Bowl contenders in the NFL this season but that defense did not look good we are showing the 49ers are going to win this one outright about 65% of the time for the 49ers it's the beginning of the uh, the Trey Lance era we're going to We're going to finally see if the right decision was made to bring in Lance when they had Garoppolo, and it's going to be fascinating to watch because there are certainly pieces on this offense with Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and all those guys. You've got Trent Williams at left tackle. This offense is going to go. We know the defense is real, so it is all up to Trey Lance this season. (sighs) Chicago, we're just... We're going to kind of find out who they are this year a little bit more. Did not have a first-round pick. Uh, interesting second-round picks adding to the secondary in terms of Washington cornerback Kyler Gordon and Penn State safety Jaquan Brister. They brought in the underrated Velas Jones Jr. in the third round. Not going to get a ton more out of that draft class. And much like the 49ers on the other side, this is going to come down to Justin Fields, but Justin Fields simply does not have the weapons that Trey Lance has. There is not a Debo Samuel on this team. There's not a Brandon Ayuk on this team. You know, Darnell Mooney would be a third receiver in San Francisco and, and pretty far down from the others, I would say. Now, on the flip side of that, David Montgomery is better than any running back the 49ers have. And I really do think this is a team that should take a lesson from what Philadelphia did last year and try to assert yourself as... A predominantly running team, which I think goes really well with how Montgomery runs with Fields' ability to run the ball, and complement that by taking some shots down the field either with Mooney or Jones or whomever. Philly took a month to figure that out. Let's see what happens to Chicago if they even figure that out. We're showing the 49ers are going to cover this thing about 67% of the time. It's big line. Minus 7 at Bavada, and I I... I'm not sure that that's just a little bit too much to scare me away here. So rather than the minus 7, I think we're just going to take the 49ers outright win. Minus 300 It's going to take our parlay up to plus 2,046. Like I said, we're not trying to make a million dollars here. We're just trying to make some money. $100 wins you two grand after five games, and everything is fairly safe so far. We're going to move on to our next game. Kansas City Chiefs at the Arizona Cardinals were showing that the Chiefs are going to win this one about 54% of the time. I don't believe it's quite that close. For the Chiefs, this is the beginning of the post-Tyreek Hill era. We're going to see, Ken Sky more step up? Can Juju you know, emerge more similarly, similarly to what he was in the past? Can Valdez Scantling continue to play well without Aaron Rodgers? The thing here is, they still have that Mahomes felt. At the quarterback position, a guy who I believe has suddenly become one of the more underrated players in football somehow. I don't know how that happened. It doesn't make sense, but here we are. Also, look out for the running game. Not only is Edwards Hilaire there, but rookie Isaiah Pacheco from Rutgers is a, p- a player to keep your eye on, a player who is going to be a starter in this league before too long. Uh, in Arizona, look, it was a weird offseason. Kyler got the homework contract... And then they got rid of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of bluster and bravado coming out of Arizona. They trade away some good players. They do uh, they do bring in Hollywood Brown to replace uh, replace Christian Kirk in the offense. The offense should be good with Rondell Moore ready to take a step. Hollywood Brown had a better year than I think a lot of people think. AJ Green is still there. Zach Ertz now there from Philadelphia playing his first full season with the team. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy this team just yet. They're going to be, they're going to be an interesting counterpoint in the in season hard knocks to what we saw from that Detroit team where it was, it was all rah rah and love. I don't know that you're going to get there in Arizona. It's going to be more of a like, look how cool we are kind of thing. And I, I think that attitude is going to hurt them a little bit early on we're showing KC covers this one about 70% of the time that number is uh is a uh, Chiefs minus six at Bavada right now that feels pretty good to me we uh we'll go against the spread here uh, pretty good but the Cardinals offense can score you know, like we did in the last game, let's not get greedy. Minus 10 versus minus 250. Minus 110 minus, minus 250 in the, uh, for the money line here isn't that substantial. So we'll go the Chiefs money line, minus 250. It's going to take our parley up to plus 2905 after six picks. Our seventh game. Of the parlay is gonna be this Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys game, Sunday night football. Again, we're talking about an overrated team here that I think there's some reason to exploit. The Bucs are gonna win this one about 62.5% of the time. Tampa Bay. You know, Tom Brady retires, then he doesn't. He's back. I think he was Unmasked Singer, by the way, training camp. Just saying. Put that bet down right now. They bring in Julio Jones uh this past offseason. The it's going to be difficult to stop this offense when they're going. Uh, Russell Gage was brought in as a free agent, a guy who they like very much. Cameron Braid's going to take over full time for Rob Gronkowski at the tight end position. You've got Mike Evans, you've got Godwin, you've got Gage, you've got Julio, you've got Fournette, who is apparently in better shape than he was in OTAs. They're just, they're a machine. They're, they're an absolute machine. There's there's no two ways about it. And on the flip side, this Dallas Cowboys team is a much bigger question mark. You know, Dak is, that, that ankle is not perfect. You've got James Washington on the pup. You've got questions about, you know, Michael Gallup won't be ready for week one. Will Zeke have a bounce back year? Is Tony Pollard finally ready to step up? This team is going to be CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Torbert, and Noah Brown, more likely than not, in the starting lineup without uh, without Tyron Smith at the left tackle position. Tyler Smith probably going to be the left tackle this week until and and if uh, Jason Peters is ready to take over that left tackle spot. That's heartbreaking to say. Just utterly heartbreaking. It doesn't sound right. Jason Peters a cowboy, but get your money, J.P., we're showing the uh, the Bucks are going to cover this one about 67 percent of the time. Could not agree more. I think this is an easy one. We'll take the Bucks minus two and a half, which goes minus two fifteen. Ugh, and the money line's only a minus forty. So again, we're going to continue to play it safe. We'll take Bucks money line just in case something weird happens. Minus one forty versus minus one fifteen at Bavada, and that is going to bring our parlay. Seven picks in, up to, plus, 5,051, 100 bucks, wins five grand. And we have not gone out on a limb here too much. There have not. This is not a risky proposition heading into this, this final game of uh, the NFL slate. We're going to talk a little college football, but that's going to be utter locks. Monday Night Football, the Denver Broncos head to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Ross versus his old team in Seattle. I just That 12th man thing doesn't mean as much as it did uh, a decade ago. We're showing Seattle is going to be a uh, 6.5 point favorite in this one at at Bavada. And that doesn't feel like enough to me. Uh, we're showing the Broncos will win this one about 66% of the time outright. Like I said, the beginning of the... The Russell Wilson era, a new start for Russ in the best division in football. It's not that AFC West is going to be, is going to be brutal. You've got Russell Wilson. You would assume that this is going to help unlock Jerry Judy, continue to show improvement with the Cortland Sutton. They lose Tim Patrick, but KJ Hamler is coming back, even if he is questionable this week. Alberto, a tight end, Javante Williams. Javante Williams I've been saying it forever this is a guy to watch this year. Gonna have a gigantic season for Denver. Just gigantic season. He is going to be as much as Russell Wilson in the passing game. His ability to run the ball, his ability to to shed tacklers, to to sustain contact and and continue to churn uh, you know churn forward with positive yards is going to be a big reason this team gets to this team's offense is as dangerous as, uh, as it is. I am I could not be higher on Williams, if I tried, and the defense is pretty good. You know the Von Von Miller's gone, but Bradley Chubb is there. Justin Simmons is there. Patrick Sertain is there. They bring in Randy Gregory. There's pieces. They're not they're not a top three defense. They're not a top five defense, but they'll be adequate. It's difficult to find anything in Seattle where you say, oh yeah, they're going to be adequate. Geno Smith will be the starter. He's the favorite to be the first quarterback replaced this season at Bovada. And not for no good reason, quite frankly. It's it's hard to see him not being the first quarterback replaced this season. They they wanted to go with, uh, with Drew Locke. But Drew Lock got COVID, and that whole plan got screwed up. Uh, a guy I love, Kenneth Walker III, is probably not going to play this week. He was a non-participant in practice on Thursday. So that's one more piece away from that Seattle offense. You know, good luck to DK this year. Good luck to Tyler Lockett this year, because they're going to need it. We're going to see if first-round pick Charles Cross is going to be adequate protecting the passer, but... This is going to be one of the worst teams in football, if not the singular worst team in football. We're showing Denver's going to cover this line about 95% of the time. Talk about a, a lock of locks. Minus 6.5, minus 115 at Bavada. Sorry, as I, as I look at some of this stuff. It's just the question here to me is, do we go with the -115 or we do we cover our bases take the -270 I said we're going to go we're going to go safe we're going to win some money I like and weird stuff happens week one so let's let's protect against that since this isn't a giant discrepancy we'll take the -270 Broncos money line which is going to bump our parlay all the way up to +6959 at Bovada Big numbers. Absolute big numbers. Let's get it up. Let's see see if we can get 10,000 without without stretching this too far. Those are going to be our our eight-pack of NFL picks. But let's hop over to college football and let's let's see what we can do here. Uh, I guess we're going to go down a little bit. This is the NCAA schedule. Take some locks. Let's take some locks. This, can I tell you guys, this game terrifies me. I, I probably fall on the side, I'm not, and I would not bet it. I probably fall on the side of this Texas plus 21. 21's a big line. Alabama is a great team, but 21's a big line when Texas has Quinn Ewers, when they have uh, Heisman, Heisman, Hopeful, B. John Robinson. There are some gigantic lines <laughs> this week. Let's, okay, the Penn State money line, it's not going to do all that much for us here at plus at minus 2800 but we'll bump our our parlay up to plus 72 with that one cuz that's that's a lock Notre Dame minus 1800 over Marshall the money line is also a lock that's going to be plus 76 don't love a lot of these other guys really don't don't want to I don't want to fall into the trap of of making picks to make picks that's not what we want to do here. We want to make sure we're winning you guys a ton of money. Uh, Wisconsin minus 1,000 over Washington State is a lock. It's going to take us up to plus plus eighty We're going to keep looking at this a little bit. I don't know that Syracuse, I, I, this Connecticut, the 23.5 is a lot for Q's. Um, Nebraska certainly should beat Georgia Southern, but there doesn't... Auburn's going to beat San Jose State. No question about that. Um, but minus 28 doesn't really do much for us. This game terrifies me. This is Welcome to the show where I just talk about what terrifies me. There's a lot, by the way. Let's see if we can get at least... Okay, Texas AM and over Appy State. Sorry, uh, sorry, DJ. Is a lock. That's going to get us to plus 9, 95.70. And we just need one more. We need one more to get us over this. Over the plus 10,000 hump. But I don't see the obvious one. So my instinct is to just stay away from it. Play it safe. Because at the end of the day, I'd rather... I'd rather win $9,570 at Bovada on a $100 bet than for something that i don't know if i feel good about and and lose it here so that ladies and gents is going to be the end of this week's episode of in pursuit of a parlay i feel great about it i feel like this is the most likely we've ever had to have this thing hit i really do with that said week one of the nfl season is always a weird time I've been Chris Horwadel. Thanks for listening. Please like, subscribe wherever you are, and we will see you back here next time.